We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas. And ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. And also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus presents a public health and don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Ah, fuck. Oh, hold up. Yeah, that's really loud. Okay. Uh, it should be okay for you guys, but that was my uh, feedback audio. Just, oh, These are really good headphones. Shout out to JLab. Jesus. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, on this platform powered by Sin Media to bring you another hot dose of anti-government propaganda. Now, I've been away for about two and a half days. I'm sorry. I've been picking up some shifts, working as much as I can. Doing, uh, you know, various jobs. Anyway, so I'm back. I'm going to try and record a couple episodes today. Got an exciting monkeypox episode. I know, I keep saying, but I haven't made it. But I'm going to make it. It will be up today. Uh, and for those of you listening on podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, if you want to watch this episode or my future episodes a little bit sooner, hop over to Rumble or BitChute. And that's... Since I don't understand BitChute's scheduling process, I just upload immediately when it's all put together. Probably not a great strategy, but, you know, it is what I do. And if I can drive people to these alternative tech platforms, well, I'm doing the Lord's work. Kind of like monkeypox. Now, let's get into this article, shall we? I reported about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. We read what was in the official, official, 
uh, items list of things confiscated and seized, they made no mention of a passport. So I had to label it uh, as Trump claims FBI took three of his wallets. Um, I, I believed it. Because, you know, it just seemed kind of it's a weird thing to make up. You know, that's not something I could see someone making up. And given Trump's track record of saying crazy shit done to him, and then me being like, that's highly unlikely. I have run out of the ability to say that over the course of this uh, show, now podcast, now show. It's just like, you know... All 2018, 2019, mostly 2019 when I first started doing this kind of stuff, occasionally, maybe a few episodes here or there throughout the month, I was just like, you know what, this sounds kind of preposterous, but then the weirdest shit would happen again and again and again and again, so now I'm just kind of like, yeah, they probably took his passports, well... Even though the FBI and, well, I'm sorry, Garland unsealed documents. Also, we'll go into that. We'll, but that needs its own little episodes. I, I'm not trying to milk the Mar-a-Lago raid for what it is. It's just been such a ripple in the electoral landscape. Not electoral, well, maybe electoral landscape. We've seen his support go up. But Ron DeSantis has recently uh, surpassed him in uh, public, and, like, public support. Uh, I'll get into that later. That's not the episode for this. But... It's just sent ripples throughout the political ocean. The Red of Mar-a-Lago. Even Russia's been running articles about it. And most other countries have been talking about it all week. It's... in here in America, it's kind of just fallen... Kind of into, like, the... Okay, we got through that. What's next? But... We'll go over the documents being unsealed. But here's the thing. They did not mention this in the confiscation list. They've already returned them. They've apologized. Said, we didn't mean to take these uh, passports. By the way, he said one passport was expired. Actually, two of the passports were expired. One was an old passport from years ago. The other one was his uh, presidential diplomatic passport, which expires upon the end of a term, has to be renewed for the second term, and or just doesn't get renewed. And his active passport, which is kind of weird because my passport's always in my wallet. I just have a card. I don't really, you know, go anywhere besides uh, maybe occasionally Canada, and that's not even a possibility anymore because I'm not getting vaccinated to go over to Canada. So fuck Canada. Just get the card. They should really have, like, an international card passport for people. It seems kind of goofy to just have it for Mexico and Canada. But that's enough rambling. Let's get into this episode, shall we? Trump gets passports back after FBI raid following wrong report by CBS anchor O'Donnell by Samuel Chamberlain. I think Chamberlain's been on Timcast and uh, slightly offensive, if I'm not mistaken. And Stephen Nelson, August 16th, 2022. Slightly older story, but it's connected. Former President Donald Trump said Tuesday that the federal government had returned his passports that were taken by FBI agents who searched his Florida home last week after CBS Evening News. Why is that in quotations? That's literally what their name is. I'm not sure that's how you use quotations. After, quote, CBS Evening News, end quote, anchor Nora O'Donnell Donald or Dunnell, I hear it pronounced both ways, tweeted incorrectly that the Justice Department did not have the travel documents. It wasn't just her. It was literally any left-leaning platform, including a couple right platforms, though the ones on the right that were claiming it wasn't true 
had low to mix fact had mixed to low factuality ratings, so I didn't use them. We poked fun at a couple of them. Uh, I'm not going to go back and look for which ones it was. Last thing I need to do is get in trouble for rules. So and so did something and they didn't actually do it, and I'm getting an angry email. <clears throat> Quote The DOJ and the FBI returned my passports. The DOJ and the FBI returned my passports. Thank you. The golden passports. The 45th president wrote on, whoa, on True Social, on the True Social platform, Tuesday evening. Quote, Unfortunately, when they, when they raided my home at Mar-a-Lago eight days ago, they just opened their arms and grabbed everything in sight. Everything. Much as a common criminal would do, this shouldn't happen in America. Oh, hey, Trump, are you going to take back your support for no-knock warrants and fucking stealth confiscations? You going to walk back your support on that? Hopefully. See, a lot of his, like, kind of like, uh, maybe this is okay, like, like, like his pro-confiscation, like, like the shit he said offhand about being all for confiscation before due process and all that shit. I hope that maybe there's some chance that this is going to shake the shit out of him, make him be like, oh, yeah, we really needed to get rid of that shit. The FBI needs to go. It's an outdated system, and it's only been around, it's been around less than 100 years. The FBI is from, what, 1920? Check this out. Look. Let's just hop over here. Uh... When was FBI created? Let's just go with established. 1908. Okay, so they're... Uh, uh, 120 years old. That's it. 120 years old. Now let's see. CIA. Uh, they're newer, right? Yeah, 1947. These are not like... Congress or any of these other parts of the government that have been around since the beginning. These are fairly new, yet somehow outdated systems that are just weaponized against average Americans. And we'll talk about the recent FBI child rescue operation that's a little suspicious, it's timing. But then again, you know, FBI needs some good coverage after this whole Mar-a-Lago raid. And that will be the next episode I do right after this one's recorded and published. Uh, I shouldn't go too much into it, but it's like, you know, we, we know you have a radar, right? We, we know you have things on your radar. It's just if you're going to go to them and handle it or not. Usually the answer is no. Because it's A, just inconvenient, or B, not the right kind of person to go after. Because financial reasons, political reasons, fuck if I know. But I really hope that this raid shakes Trump up. I, because he's already talking about firing all kinds of, like, middle to low-level government employees, right? With a Schedule F, up to 50,000 employees potentially being fired from the government. Well, it would turn appointed roles into employee roles, which means they could be fired. And, I, I mean, that's a great start, but if this actually, you know, like, really fucking dump cold water on his orange-ass head, and he he's now he's gonna be like... The gov- we need to go for the FBI. We need to audit them, find out exactly what they're doing, really grill the shit out of them, make them do a fucking live-streamed testimonial, make everyone come in, all the heads, all the organizers, all the oversight committee people, have them come in, testify, run the investigation in the background. Pretty much Dunham probe everything. Dunham, Durham's actually gone from what I've gathered, but we'll be doing... I have to look into that before I really talk too much about it. I hope Durham's not gone. I was getting some good content when he would uh, publish it. But maybe, you know, again, maybe this will uh, shake Trump up a little bit. Maybe he'll actually go after some of these 
you know, parts of the swamp and not just talk about it. Trump initially accused the FBI of taking the passports Monday afternoon, an explosive allegation that suggests investigators believed he was a flight risk or faced potential charges that would prevent him from leaving the country. Yeah, that's not actually wrong. People were uh, talking about uh, a hold on. Yeah, this. Uh, it's not just this. Don't don't get me wrong. January fifth, twenty twenty. I see the age, but the only reason I even knew about this article existing is because if you hop on Twitter and you go just go hashtag FBI raid, hashtag Mar-a-Lago, hashtag FBI, or hashtag Russia, I do it. But I'm currently not allowed. I'm fucking wait. No, I can't. Can I? Let me try something. Does this work? No. No, it does not. Fuck. It has been... God, July 10th, 2022, since I got into trouble for sharing a link to a video of Hunter Biden smoking crack. I shared it without his permission. I will not delete my post. Fuck you. Alright. See, this is why I can't go right to Twitter, but here we go. Maybe this will go into a little bit of what I, I've come across. Uh, uh, it's not... Uh, green said it was kind of thing only happened in communist countries. FBI. Oh, is Gizmodo left? I'm curious. FBI created a search warrant. Donald Trump's Florida home, Mar-a-Lago, on Monday to retrieve presidential records that were... Uh, were never properly handed over to the U.S. National Archives, according to the Washington Post, and Republicans had a complete freakout on social media. Yeah, they are left. Ah, uh, damn. I really want to find these fucking tweets. But they're not going to be in here. And seeing how, as you know, everyone on the left was saying, there was no passport stolen. Uh, look, I can't find it, but people on Twitter were talking about... <coughs> These Russian, so-called uh, unnamed blank Russian-linked airplanes sitting outside Mar-a-Lago, and they were like, they took his passports because Donald Trump is going to flee the country back to the Kremlin. And it's like, what? Really? Motherfuckers are Russian asset, and that's why Russia backed off Ukraine the entire fucking time Trump was in office, and only went after Ukraine under Biden, you know, Biden, the guy who gave the Kremlin a list of important American infrastructure and said, hey, please don't attack these. The same administration that was talking about trading a fucking group of Russian terrorists for a, a fucking pothead communist basketball player? What? I don't know, man. All that shit just seems so blue and on. I love it, though. Trump initially accused the FBI of taking the passports Monday afternoon, preventing them from leaving the country. Quote, Wow, in the raid by the FBI of Mar-a-Lago, they stole my three passports. One expired. It was actually two expired. Along with everything else, the former president wrote at the time, Quote, This is an assault on political opponent, on, on a political opponent at a level never seen before in this country, this world, he added. Hours later, O'Donnell tweeted, quote, New, according to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of the family president Trump's passport. Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home. 
Why do I feel like... home. Is that better, Trump? Make America great again. I don't know. Is that a good Trump? Ah. Anyway. In a follow-up tweet, quote, or in a follow-up tweet, O'Donnell hedged, quote, We are also learning tonight that if any items not contained in the warrant were retrieved during the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, they will be returned. Well, the funny thing is, they didn't even mention they took them. They wasn't listed. It was like box labeled top secret B twenty two, just boring fucking handle and number type deal. Trump spokesperson Taylor uh, Butterwich responded by tweeting screenshots of an email from a member of the Justice Department's National Security Division that acknowledged the bureau had removed the passports from Mar-a-Lago. We see the clown here. Here's the clown take. Hawk, hawk. Clown. Quote. Wait, let's see. Nope. I, was gonna, I want to make sure it was, see if it was Trump or not, but it wasn't. Quote. We have learned that <coughs> that the filter agent si- seized three passports belonging to President Trump, two expired, and one being his active diplomatic expired. Uh, passports. See? Told you two were expired. The email said. The email added that the agency was in the process of, quote, returning Trump's passports. In his tweet, in his tweet, Butowich taunted O'Donnell, asking, why is that like that? Did your sources read this email? Read you this email? Did you bother asking if they indeed seized the passports? No. No. The answer is no. This is fake. Uh, right here at the tweet. Uh, this is how fake news works, folks. Biden admin actively feeds half-truths and lies to the media will- and the media willingly amplifies advancing a partisan narrative to attack Trump at O'Donnell. Did your sources read you this email? Did you bother asking if they indeed seized the passports from J. Bratt, NSDA? That's, you know, so you have the name of the Fed, J. Bratt. Date, August 15th, 2022, at 10.49.29 a.m. Evan Jim. We have learned that the filter agent seized three passports belonging to President Trump, two expired, and one being his active diplomatic passports. We are returning them, then, <coughs> and they will be ready for pickup at WFO at 2 p.m. today. I am traveling, but you can coordinate further with redacted, copied above. Thanks, Fed. Quote, In executing search warrants, the FBI follows search and seizure procedures according or ordered by the courts, then return items that do not need to be retained for law enforcement purposes, the the Bureau said in a statement late Monday. An inventory of property was taken from the resort made no mention of passports. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, we read through it. We looked at it on stream. There is no passport. They made no mention of it. Though it did note that agencies 71 boxes of which contained classified documents two binders of photographs and handwritten and a handwritten note among other other items yeah like Oliver Stone's pardon letter like a copy of it 
why did you, they wanted everything they could get their hands on the, the search warrants were so fucking vague documents labeled 2017 through 2020 uh should be grabbed literally was in the fucking original warrant it was just sketchy as shit they wanted everything from 2017 to 2020 pretty much his entire presidency an inventory of property lawyer read that search warrants for Mar-a-Lago, which was unsealed Friday, indicates the Justice Department is investigating whether Trump broke three federal laws pertaining to official records, including the Espionage Act of 1917. General Mark Milley of the Joint Chiefs of Staff violated the Logan Act and told China that there was any military movement from America towards or against China. He would give them the heads up before it happened. So yeah, fuck your espionage act. There is literally the head of our military aiding and abetting a possible wartime enemy. We don't even know if at some level we're already at war with China in a, on, on a government level. I mean, I know we are, but does our government and their government know they're warring with each other yet? Or is it just a one-sided kind of an understanding? You know, but either way, we have the dude calling the shots for the armed branches of the military. Well, they're all armed branches for the most part. Anyway, we have the guy, the heads of the military, saying, Hey, China, I'll let you know if anything happens on our end. Caprizi, completely removing the element of surprise from any military or armed action against China. And speaking of which, more diplomats went to Taiwan for some stupid fucking reason. A statute used in recent years to justify harsh, harsh sanctions, including against whistleblowers. The former president, thanks Obama, the former president and his allies have slammed the FBI and said the raid is the latest phase in a long-running witch hunt that dates back to the Bureau's investigation into whether he colluded with Russia's government during the 2016 campaign. After the search warrant, and inventory were unsealed Friday, Trump claimed that the documents in question had already been declassified and the FBI search warrant, or FBI search, was unnecessary. Quote, <coughs> They could have at... <coughs> they could have it any time. They wanted, without, pain, without playing politics and breaking into Mar-a-Lago, he wrote on True Social, quote, it was in a secure storage with additional lock put on as per their request. They could have had it any time they wanted. And that includes a long time ago. All they had to do was ask. Yeah, uh, the safe and the padlock were given to Trump by the FBI, but we've already talked about this before. The FBI is just as ripped asunder, politically speaking, as every other department in the fucking government. Even the IRS is politically fucking divided now. The culture war is in every facet of our society. Every nook and cranny has been polluted by the culture war, identity politics, and tribal politics. It has engulfed everything. It is a fire that started online and spread everywhere. And the thing that really, I think, escalated, like, there was already, like, the fire was already, already, you know, burning, but it was starting to, starting to, starting to turn to the sunder, right? Someone ran in with a gas 
line and they just fucking added fuel to that fire and let it seep into every facet of society at a rapid scale and i'm pretty certain that would be gamergate i think that is the fucking point that brought all the normies that had no business being politically active into the political consciousness in some way and it only fucking spiraled out of there the amount of people my generation who get their politics from exclusively one source on youtube be it shoe on head or sam cedar because some people just like being retarded i guess or even sam harris because again i guess some people like being retarded <coughs> it's unreal and now i know i, I talk about I, I talk about other people uh, I watch like Jimmy Dore and stuff on the show because a I want you to go check them out. I-, I want them to grow. I want more people to get off of like mainstream media or away from uh, you know one-sided coverage wherever they may find it and get to like more you know get news sources from people that are on the left and the right and in the middle that aren't completely tainted by tribalism. Jimmy Dore, he's actually a socialist, far leftist. But he's worth watching because the enemy that we share is, in fact, the deep state, the swamp, the predatory, imperialistic government ran by boomercons, neocons, and the uniparty players. I mean, come on. If he can see that and call it out, he's worth giving a listen to. He'll at least bring you the news that's against the state, which is what I do. I just happen to be way more on the right than most people um, on my... Well, at least I would be considered far right, I guess. Because, uh, you know, anarcho-capitalism, it's now considered an extremist group by the government. Uh, I'll be going into that later. Yeah, anarcho-capitalists are officially considered a watch group, or on like a watch group list. So, yikes. But... You know, and then you got Tim Pool. He's on the left. I'd say more libertarian now, but he'll go after the left and right just as hard as anyone else. And then you got Dave Smith. He'll go after the left and right just as hard as anybody else. You know, I I, I mix up who I listen to, and I want people to go check them out and get their sources from other people as well. But I also sit down. I read articles. I have my own own system for picking out stories, and I oftentimes will go after stories that are specifically not covered by other people. I forgot why I even started this little conversation I'm having right now. Bottom line is, I know people who, you know, shouldn't be politically active, and for the most part, want to be politically active without doing any of the work or research themselves, so they just pick one person on YouTube, or one person from a podcast, and they just listen. Lock themselves, not just into an echo chamber, but into one person's echo chamber. And most of the people I hear talked about really blew up or turned into political people during Gamergate. Again, shoe on head, the whole skeptic community, all those people came out of Gamergate. That was really, you know, these created content creators like shoe on head, armored skeptic, H bomber guy really switched his content up and went into the fucking tribal politics, fucking Contra or ContraPoint, whatever the fuck her name is. Even in many ways, you know, Quinn Review started to fucking spiral out and he went political woke as fuck too. And these were these content creators were the bridge between the normies who weren't really paying attention to politics and politics. And unfortunately, they took that hand and they don't grab any others. They don't pay attention to any other people talking about politics. They have their one source and they want their one source. And I come into it seems like it's not like it can't be that prevalent. It's hugely prevalent. There are people in my own inner circle that only listen to either Steven Crowder or Mark Dice. And I'm like, you can't do that. 
I like Crowder. Crowder is also somebody who's Crowder's Republican, like traditional Republican, and he'll go after both sides in the state just as hard as you know Jimmy Dore or anyone else on the left. It's something the left and the right actually should, in theory, have in common. It's kind of funny to see the, you know, the fallout from this FBI raid where now you have these weird tribal leftists saying, Yay, FBI! When it's like, no, what is wrong with you? And even the ones who aren't, like, the progressive crazy leftists, you have, like, the establishment left players who are like, Oh, now the right has a problem with the FBI. Go figure when it's your guy, but when it was our guy, ba ba ba. Hey, that's not true. People like Ron Paul and other people who are considered right-wing. He's even ran... He he is a libertarian by all metrics, but he ran as a candidate for president under the Republican Party, so I, I'll throw him into the Republican Party for that sake alone. People call... He was going after the FBI back then. He wanted them shut down. He wanted to audit the Fed entirely. He wanted to dismantle the FBI. And he was on the right. Well, is on the right. Ran as a Republican president. Ran for uh, office as a Republican two or three times, Ron Paul did. Not to mention, served as only as a Republican pretty much his entire senator and congressman life. Same thing with his son, Rand Paul. You know, another libertarian. On the right. Has been going after the federal government for years. The, the Hating the FBI and the CIA and the Fed in general is not... It's a bipartisan place to be. And instead of being like, oh, well, now you only support him because of the or you fucking, you know, yay FBI, which is the wrong answer in any situation, by the way. The right and the left need to be like, we're in this fight together. The ultimate thing that the state doesn't want is for people to team up against them. That's why they want ripping each other apart. That's why they have the party system. Any second, any third, fourth or fifth parties will never see the light of day in this country. Because of how profitable it is to just have the Democrat or the Republican. It's easy. Left, right. Blue, red. Fucking thighs, tits. Ass, tits. Thighs of the Libertarian Party. You know, it's just... That's what it is. You know. Salad, cheeseburger. You just gotta pick. Whichever one sounds more appealing to you. And that's the issue. It's it's tribalism. It's ripped this country to shreds. And instead of either side wanting to reach across, be like, look, we agree the FBI is bad now. You know, in 2016 through 2020, the right, you know, was like, FBI is all right. It's under Trump. You know, we have some things we don't like. But the same, the same thing with the cops. Republicans are starting to turn on the police, too. Back the blue is becoming more and more unpopular by the fucking day on the right. And instead of reaching out being, for, instead of people on the left reaching out being like, look, hey, you know, we've been saying this about the cops for a while, maybe this time we have this conversation. See where you're at, see where I'm at. No, they'd rather just mock them for finally being, seeing, starting to see things the same way they did. And the right will do the same thing to the left when people on the left are like, you know, I shouldn't have tried to tr transition. And the right is better at this. The right will be like, well, hey, welcome aboard, you know, happy to have you, but you have that Nick Fuentes side, and I enjoy Nick Fuentes in the same way I, People enjoy WWE. It's just good entertainment. Do not take it seriously in the fucking slightest. I don't understand the big deal with him. I do like how Nick... Look up any video where Ben Shapiro is questioned about Nick Fuentes. And you see Shapiro get triggered. You know? Uh, I don't take Nick Fuentes seriously. I think he's he's fun. He has made some good points. I will say that. But I, uh, I find him more fun to watch than for any meaningful insight. But, yeah, you know, it's just both sides just want to kind of have their thing. 
people aren't trying to reach across because you would think turning on the feds now like if the right being like the federal government's corrupt the fbi is corrupt we can't have these institutions anymore the left which has been saying that for years should be like hey welcome but they're not they're saying hey fuck you you only want to do it because of x and y reason not being like at least you want to have that conversation now i don't know genuinely i just wish people would come together on this not just this but in general because you know oftentimes people's differences on the right and the left it's not boiled down to who's right or wrong it's who has actual information there's some things on the left that if they showed the right, the stats and statistics on, I'm sure the, the right would be like, oh, okay. And vice versa, if, if some people on the left would sit down and listen to the people on the right, and the right would be like, look, these are the topics we think you're wrong. Here's the fucking entire Daily Motion George Floyd footage. Or, you know, here's the facts of the Ahmed Arbery case. He wasn't, he, he wasn't a jogger. He was breaking and entering. He was stealing shit. You know? Hey, this is what happened here and there. And there's a lot of people on the right that you've shown the details of Waco. They're going to be like, oh, that was bad. Because, believe it or not, in the younger Republican area, Waco is undoubtedly a horrible thing that happened. In the older conservative area, in the more boomer-con, neo-con area, it, Waco is seen as like a, a, a needed evil or not evil at all. You know, So the left could really show those older people what's up. Because a lot of these older people, when they hear people on the right, my age group talk... They're just like, oh, libertarian. It's just like, fuck you. Well, A, libertarians are pretty solid. And B, your system has failed. The boomer con ideology has failed. The old party of the, the Reagan party failed. The, the Eisenhower party failed. They did good things. They had good moments. But everyone from those two terms soured. If they didn't leave the political sphere, they soured and turned into the villain. You know, you have Bush in his, in his political dynasty. Reagan literally gave Bush Sr. that fucking opportunity to establish that political dynasty. And hey, Trump came in and ended that. In fact, Trump has ended. Because of Trump, multiple political dynasties have fucking ended. The Cheney's dynasty just ended. The, uh, the Clinton dynasty ended. And the Bush dynasty ended. He took out all three of these people. Their families are almost certainly politically donezo, at least in the immediate future. Just, I don't know. This is completely unrelated to everything I've read. I just have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of episodes I'm, I'm looking forward to recording today, and I just have a lot of thoughts on, on the stuff I'm going to be reading about more later. <sighs> My point being, and if people from... I don't know, since I said Eisenhower and Reagan Trump Republicans, the uh, the MAGA Republicans, the Trump Republicans, if the figureheads in that movement are not checked, they will easily go fucking insane and mad with power. I mean, fuck's sake, speaking of, like, Reagan Republicans, look what happened to Bill O'Reilly. That is the ultimate face of someone who started off as a hero and became the fucking villain. Right now, you have people like Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh stayed good from the very beginning all the way to the very end. He got something wrong. He messed up. He fessed up. But he's a rare exception, not the norm. You're hard pressed to find many Republicans who have anything bad to say about him. But all writing aside, I'm gonna wrap it up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I'm gonna get back to recording some more episodes, and I shall see you guys later. Peace. <laughs>